0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Public Speaker Podcast. On today's speech analysis, we have a pretty interesting speech. It's called um, How to Introduce Yourself by a guy named Kevin at the TEDx Leahy River Conference. Now, I personally did not enjoy this speech as much as I thought I was going to. Um, I like to be honest in my speech analysis, so sometimes I really like the speeches that I review and I give good comments and criticisms about them. But I also don't like to sugarcoat my opinions. If there's a speech that I genuinely thought could have been better, or I have constructive criticism for, or I thought needed work in certain areas, then I'm also going to say that because that's just me coming from my coach's coaching perspective. So you can agree with it, you cannot agree with it. Uh, you know, I don't really care. These are just really my thoughts on what I think of this speech, and hopefully you take something away from my criticism and see how you can implement that into your next public speech Um, but regardless I love that the the fact that people have the confidence to give public speeches Um, this is just now taking it to the next level and thinking what can be done better about it so this was an interesting speech I didn't like the ending and I didn't like the cohesiveness of the arguments and I'll get more into that in the actual speech analysis but nonetheless You know, I hope you guys enjoy the commentary. I hope you guys check out the video on YouTube so you can actually see the speech as well. But yeah, let's get into today's talk. Not every speech is gonna be an amazing speech and this was one of those speeches that I just truly didn't super vibe with. But I hope you guys enjoy the content and I will see you in the next episode of Speech Analysis. Enjoy.
1: Hello, my name is Kevin Baylor and I'm the grant writer for the Allentown Symphony Association. And I always find that a strange way to introduce myself. It's not that I don't like my job, I'm very proud of it, but why is that our only introduction? When I was five, I had lots of introductions. Cool. So quickly
0: to talk about the introduction. Um, I like this introduction. This introduction started off with a fake sort of introduction by saying who he was and what he does, and then saying that that standard of how people interact with society by introducing their name and saying what they do for a living maybe isn't the best way to introduce yourself. And given the name of the talk is How to Introduce Yourself, I'm assuming he's going to go into more details about how to effectively or disrupt the common way uh, we, dis- we introduce ourselves in society. He also starts transitioning to a personal narrative. So he starts with saying, when I was five. So this transition is important because now he's going to get into some experience that happened in his life that is going to frame the rest of the speech and provide a foundation for the message that he's trying to communicate.
1: Hi, my name is Kevin, and my favorite color is green. Hi, my name is Kevin, and I have a cat named Tiger. Hi, my name is Kevin, and I love finger painting. Admittedly, that last one was kind of playing it safe because, let's be honest, who doesn't love finger painting? But I didn't pick it because it was safe. I picked it because I was always honest and upfront about who I was and what I loved. When I was in elementary school, I changed my introductions to match my newest interests, Hi, my name is Kevin, and I like watching Power Rangers. Hi, my name is Kevin, and I do the martial art Aikido. Hi, my name is Kevin, and my favorite food is quiche. Yes, I was a very weird boy, and I admit it. But there reaches an age when being honest and open about yourself is the social equivalent of getting kick me tattooed across your forehead so as i got older i slowly picked the safer options by the time i was in high school i had changed my introductions to match what was normal hey i'm kevin and i like watching the simpsons hey i'm kevin and i like eating corn pops I didn't even tell people I did martial arts. And it's not that I ever lied about myself. I just told people the parts of me they expected to hear.
0: So this is where Kevin is setting up the problem in the speech, which is that the way he has uh, changed his introduction style as he's gotten older, has become more bland, not as energetic, not as passionate over the years. So this is obviously creating a problem Um, based upon how society or individuals themselves, as they get older, lose that sense of identity of who they are and go back to something safe. And I'm assuming the rest of the speech is going to be talking about more about a way to solve that or more of a paradigm shift and how we can uh, communicate who we are in a much more different but more energetic way, almost more youth-like, like we did when we were kids.
1: How come? Well, in case you don't remember high school very well... You need to fit in. And whether you want to fit in with the popular kids or if you want to fit in with a counterculture, if you want to have any friends, you need to have something in common with somebody. And the safer your introduction, the more likely you are to connect. So I figured out how to say the right things and I survived high school without being ostracized as a quiche-gobbling wannabe ninja. And that was a victory. But when graduation day came, I was so excited for college. This was a place where people paid money to learn. It had to be filled with incredibly passionate people, right? Yeah, guess how wrong I was. I'll give you a hint, it was a lot. It turns out that, passionate or not, everybody on campus had one introduction. Hey, I'm Kevin, and my major is... And nobody cared what your major was. It was just the only allowable introduction. But do you know why? because everybody had one. It was this way to kind of define yourself, but always within the safety of the established programs. Now I have to admit, I have not always been the charming, charismatic, sharp dressed man you see before you. In fact, I used to be a huge nerd that would do anything to have friends. So when I was in college, I mastered the safe introduction, and I mastered the safe conversation, and I mastered the safe friendship. And you know what? Safe friends are boring.
0: So here we're gonna get a little bit into the solution to the problem, which is, or it's like a second part of the problem, which is that being safe, you keep getting older and you get safe, but being safe is boring, which is why it's like a bad thing to be safe. And then presumably we're going to talk about how he changed how he introduced himself.
1: We didn't do anything. We sat in our dorms, complained about teachers and homework, and that was hanging out. By the time I was in junior year, I had more friends than I had time to spend with them. And I wasn't even enjoying myself. And when I realized this, it pushed me over the tipping point. And I finally stopped caring about fitting in. And I started caring about being happy. So instead of being safe, I started being honest. Hi, I'm Kevin, and I'm fascinated by chemistry and physics. Hi, my name is Kevin, and my favorite band ever is Muse. Hi, my name is Kevin, and I love finger painting. You don't grow out of it. You don't. And the funny thing about allowing myself to just be me is that all those boring people stopped wanting to hang out with me because I wasn't safe. And all the people who stuck around were awesome. These were people that did things. We hiked, we swam, we practiced martial arts together. We could discuss anything from black holes to stand-up comedians, from Wittgenstein to Winnie the Pooh. And all the while we were laughing. And it's so easy to get lost in having a good time. So I made sure to remind myself of one simple fact. I would never have my true friends if I wasn't willing to be rejected by everybody else. So when I graduated college, I was ready to enter the real world. I'd learned to let go of the safety of conformity, and I was ready to meet other self-actualized adults. And guess how many I met? Yeah, about the same as you. No, it turns out that it was just the same introduction from college, only now it wore a suit, or more often a name tag. Hello, my name is meaningless, and I am my job.
0: So here we got to a solution, which is um, saying what you're actually passionate about and then finding like-minded people around that. But now we're getting to another problem. So you thought the climax of the speech had been resolved, but now he's introducing another problem, which is the transition into the real world uh, and the meaninglessness of a job sort of introduction. So let's see where the speech goes from here.
1: Now, like I said at the beginning, I'm proud of my job. I am privileged to be able to earn my living by raising money for the symphony. But when I was nine, I never introduced myself by saying, hi, my name is Kevin, and when I grow up, I wanna be a grant writer. I wasn't that weird of a kid. And even today as an adult, there are things that I'm far more passionate about than mailing out project budgets and annual reports. And passion is what this is really about. I find it so mind-blowing that so many people have so many passions and so badly want to share them with the world, but they don't for fear of being criticized by people they don't even care about.
0: Okay, Um, I don't think this is a good transition to this speech, to be honest. I I have no idea what this has to do with how to introduce yourself. Uh, This is a very large philosophical argument, or just like, you know, not even philosophical, but just argument about people being passionate about something, but choosing to go the safe route versus the creative route, because of the fear of what other people think but the point of the speech to me is, is how to introduce yourself and it's not like there isn't a correlation between that and the message of the speech but it seems kind of like a stretch and I don't think it has to be a stretch but I think you have to connect it a little bit more or put in a little bit more framework before you just transition to people don't want to do what they want to do because they're afraid of what people think like that in conjunction with introducing yourself safely I, I think there's definitely a connection I just don't think Kevin is really like, are communicating it well, at least in my opinion, but let's see where this goes.
1: I'll talk about my passions with anybody. Some crowd at a party, the woman in line at the grocery store, you there in the back. Whoever. Because if some stranger doesn't think that old kung fu movies are totally awesome, so what? What? I'm probably never going to see them again. And it doesn't make me love them any less. But if that person is totally into the 36th chamber of Shaolin, then I just made a new best friend. So no matter what, I win. And so can you. The ultimate question here is, how do you introduce yourself? And that's tricky you know me pretty well by now but I've had a good eight minutes to tell you who I am how do you convey all of that in a single sentence and that's something you have to figure out for yourself and I challenge you to do it but I know that it helps to have an example to inspire you so allow me to close with my introduction. Hello, my name is Kevin Baylor, and I love it when people are truly happy. Thank you.
0: Okay, that was How to Introduce Yourself by Kevin Baylor. Uh, not a fan of that speech, to be honest. Now, these are my live opinions, reaction reviews. I don't plan this beforehand. Some speeches I watched beforehand, but this one I told you guys I didn't watch it beforehand. so. Yeah, these are my life thoughts. A um, couple problems with the speech. One, the body movement of the speech is not good. Like, it's a very uh, fun topic, and it's just him standing there, like not walking back and forth, not pacing, not moving his hands really, um, not really changing his facial expression. It was just kind of boring watching someone stand in a like a decent sized stage and not move at all. That's the first problem. The second problem is I think the speech is incoherent. I, I don't think that the arguments he's putting forth in a lot of places connect with each other. So for example, after he said, um, I hate when people, um, or I, I only, uh, people should, people who have passions, but they're afraid of what other people think. He just went on to say after that, that people should care about their passions, right? Like there's not a connection between that and introducing yourself. At right. most, he said something like, um, people introducing their, pa- people should talk more about their passions when they, talk with other people so that they form genuine connections. And that's cool, but that really has nothing to do with people are afraid to pursue their passions because the the fear of what other people think. Like, how does me telling you I like karate change me introducing myself as someone who pursued my passion and went to go on to do karate there's not a terminal impact meaning a final impact to the speech that leaves you with the message or inspiration or motivation to go and follow your passion which is something that i don't think the speech has to end with but it's something you would expect there to be a sliver of given you're bringing up this very real topic about people not pursuing their passions um so that's the first thing the the second thing is i think the ending of the speech was just like, not good, right? Like, if you're going to end your speech with, hi, my name is Kevin, and I like to see when their people are happy, that's weird to me. Like, and and maybe it's just me, but that's very utopian and idealistic, and that's not how you would introduce yourself. Like, why would I introduce myself and say I'm a myth. I like to see when people are happy. Like that tells me nothing about who I am. That's this world peace kind of nonsense that the world should be happy. Like that's not a way to introduce yourself in my opinion. And I think that doesn't actually end the speech correctly. I think the way he should have ended it, which is what I thought he would do is hi, my name is Kevin and I love finger painting because I think that would then get to the essence of his argument, which is that you should stay true to yourself and articulate what makes you happy. Not say like, my name is Kevin. I want to be happy. And being true to yourself is being true to your young self when you're not afraid of what other people think because you're so fulled with innocence and youth that you don't, like, give a shit about how other people conceive of you or perceive of you, which is the essence of... Of who you are and who is your identity and has nothing to do with a job because that doesn't describe you but it has everything to do with what you are actually like to do and I think that would then connect really well with this argument about people are afraid to talk about their passions Um, and I think the way he should have said it is people are afraid to talk about their passions not people are afraid to do their passion because they need to get a job because that gets into a different argument but I think if you replace that with people are so passionate and want to share so many things with the world but they're afraid to even say them because of what other people think Then it completely changes because now we're not talking about a job, we're just talking about the communicative level of people being able to talk about what they're passionate for which is also in line with the concept of how to introduce yourself. It's more cohesive with the message of his speech. Which means if you end the speech with, Hi, my name is Kevin, and I like to do finger painting, that relates back to the idea or, like, the problem in the speech about not being able to talk about your passion because you're afraid of what other people think. Which is a better way to introduce yourself versus um, introducing yourself as your job, which was the original dilemma that he brought up at the beginning of the speech. So, I know that was a lot, but I just... I, I really did not think this speech hit on all cylinders that it needed to. And again, this is... If, if Kevin... L- whatever your name is is watching this don't take this personally it's just what i think about your speech um from from a public speaking coach perspective you don't have to give a shit about my opinion but nonetheless this is what i thought could have been much better communicated in the speech and if you're watching the speech the key things to take away from this if i have to sum it up in one word is cohesiveness a speech needs to be cohesive and it is very clear at least to me i think to the majority of people when there's not a proper conclusion to the speech that relates to the beginning um, i did a talk for the simon sinek first why then trust uh review definitely check that out i think that speech is a really good example of taking something from the beginning and mixing it towards the end but this speech had random arguments floating everywhere it didn't have a common message it didn't have a common purpose and there wasn't a cohesive finish from the end to the beginning that i thought effectively wrapped the message that kevin was trying to communicate um so this was how to introduce yourself um by kevin something i forgot your last name at the tedx Leahy river conference give me your thoughts on analysis did you love the speech did you think my analysis was bad put it in the comments i love to go back and forth and talk about it because i'm interested in what other people think but coming from my perspective this is what i think the speech could have done in a lot better way to actually communicate the message that he was trying to communicate uh leave a speech in the comments that you like me to review and hopefully it'll make the next speech analysis but yeah thank you guys for watching and i'll see you on the next speech analysis